and we are rolling. Welcome to the very first episode of the Give Me Some of That podcast. This is the podcast hosted, produced and edited by yours truly, myself, Carlos Faria. Now this is all new to me. I wanted to start a podcast for a few months now and I've just only gotten around to doing it. But with everything I have going on behind the scenes, I, I do get asked a lot, Carlos, my friend, how do you do it all? You've got a podcast now. Are you doing that? Come on, man, you, you've got a full-time job. You've got, how do you do it? And because I got asked that question, I thought, well, heck, what a great topic to start off the podcast with. A routine. To jump straight into it, we're gonna talk, I'm going to introduce to you the topics or the subtopics of this conversation. What is a routine? How to start a routine? Adding more to your routine? Maintenance and balance and the intensity you're working at? Hitting your limit and recovering? And lastly, taking a step back, which I think is the most important thing of understanding yourself when developing a routine. So what is a routine? The google.com, my trusted friend, is saying a routine is a sequence that is regularly followed. Well, heck, I believe that. Sure do, because we already have a routine. We all do. We wake up. We make breakfast. We have lunch. Dinner. We go to bed. That is a routine. But what if you create a plan? And you follow it, that's a routine too. Waking up at 7, breakfast at 8, lunch at 12. You have dinner at 6 in the afternoon, you go to bed at 10. Now going back, I said, people ask me how I do it all. Carlos, how do you start a routine? And the direct answer to that is, I have developed and evolved a routine which balances all the plates I carry and add on. For me, I started like any regular person would. I was fed up living without any structure in my life. I wanted to be more athletic and I wanted to take part in more extracurricular activities. To be more athletic, I needed to lose weight. I was quite a chunky boy. And conveniently, professionals say uh, people should drink an average of two litres of water a day. I also know that this cleanses your body and boosts your metabolism, which is great for losing weight. So for me, that was a discipline I needed to do. Another thing was I was, I was lacking on waking up. It just wasn't happening. And so what I did was I sat a time, I'd wake up at that time. End of story. 4.30am, I'd be up and I'd be running to the bathroom to weigh myself. That was my discipline, my two disciplines. Two litres of water and waking up at the same time every day. On the weekends, I do wake, a little, do wake up a little bit later. I do prefer that. Seven, 4.30 is not as good as uh, 7 in the morning. Still get quite productive with a 7 in the morning. But, without going on a tangent, once I establish these two litres of water a day and a 4.30 wake-up time, I understood I, my gauge, I, I, I knew I wanted to do more. 
and I understood where to start from. Okay, I've got time here, I've got time there, I'm going to trickle some things into my life. Now, it's been a few months now, I've integrated exercise, my comedy, scripting, my self-tapes, and my podcasts, which is this one. Welcome to give me some of that podcast, the very first episode, EP1. It's about creating a routine and understanding what to do and how to bounce back. Thank you very much. But let me remind you that I didn't wake up one day and do all these things. I don't think anyone would wake up and have all this going on. It just doesn't happen. It's developed. This was developed with trial and error, with methods to find the perfect organization techniques and methods to suit my needs. That's what's important. Suits your needs. I found my method, you find yours. I'm not going to tell you what to do, I'm going to guide you. I tell you to do two litres of water a day and you wake up at the same time every day, that's a start. The next, you do yourself. Because I'm me and you're you. So how do I get started? It's a discipline. As I say, two litres of water a day and waking up at the same time every day that you set on that alarm. And funnily enough, these are two things which you already have access to. You have no excuses to get going. Doing these two things, you can develop. It's simple. It's integrated. You've got water at your disposal. You've got a bed. You sleep. You drink already. Heck, there you go. But now let's say you want to start taking it a step further. You start feeling a sense of achievement, which is fantastic. That's what you're meant to feel. And now you want to add something else. But we have to consider, when it comes to adding another activity, you have to do it slowly. I'm going to tell you a little story. This is how it goes. Let's say you get home. You don't do anything after 6pm. You've, you've had your dinner. You've washed the dishes. And you sit down and you realise, God damn. I have nothing. I don't, have, I don't do anything after 6. What? I, I want to do something. You start thinking. You start brainstorming. And then, you know, boom, you remember. Uncle John gave me a box of books for my birthday. And you want to start reading. But when you're introducing something new, reading, you don't jump straight into the deep end. You develop and, and involve it slowly into your life. This is your recipe, and you need to whisk the eggs slowly. Because if you go too fast, you've ruined the cake, and you'll get upset. And there's a lot of consequences to that. So you start with 10 minutes. Maybe 8, maybe 5. Or maybe even set yourself some goals. Some reading, some chapters, pages. You start with something that you know you can do. Because you need the data to create the analysis. Which is very important to starting your routine and understanding the direction you're going to go in. You do this for 3 days. A few days later you... Find yourself doing three things now. You've got two which you do anyway, drinking water and sleeping. Great disciplines to have, first of, first of all. And now you have one extracurricular activity, reading. And you're successful in all three. You're doing well. But adding more, you do have your enemies and you have your best friends. Let's say, with me, 
I have five, six things going on. With my full-time job, maybe seven. My enemy is goddamn time. That's who my enemy is. Time is my enemy. My best friend is organization. And with organization comes many things. If I didn't have it, I'd be spreading myself too thin. Let's talk about the jack of all trades. This is a something I like to talk about personally. I think it rhymes and it's pretty cool. The jack of all trades. I'm going to talk you through them. you got jack of all trades, master of none. Jack of all trades, master of some. And jack of all trades, master of all. And you see, when you start having these things accumulating, you start to see that time is your enemy. And the, your organization will be your best friend. Keep you focused, guided, and make sure you're on the right track for success. You don't want to go on tangents when you're, when you're living life. Because when you've done so much and you've succeeded with your two liters of water, waking up every day and you're reading, you want to succeed in everything else and you want to you set that expectation. You want to make sure you stay focused and devote the energy required. And this, you will find yourself develop over time as you learn about yourself. Although, it's also important to mention that in a, in a routine, it is okay to miss things from one day to another. You can be a jack of all trades, it's a great. But having rest days is also important. But heck, sometimes you get busy and sidetracked and things come in the way. It is okay to miss things from one day to another or catch up on something that you've missed a week before. It happens. It happens to me. It happens to everyone. It all depends on your goals and how realistic they are and how you set them. You have to understand, at the end of the day, you are not perfect. Truth hurts. You're not. I'm not. You're not. Your neighbor isn't. Your cat isn't. Your dog maybe is. Cat too. And it's nature to get upset. It's nature to get down. It's nature to get tired. And this can have a negative impact on your lifestyle and your health. Being aware and conscious that of these things is very important because you know when to progress or you know when to withdraw from what's going on and what you add into your life. Finding that balance is key. The next thing we're going to talk about is the maintenance and the balance of it all and more the intensity. With the intensity, I like to use this analogy, which I have developed with my endurance training. In endurance training, you have five zones. You've got zone one, two, three, four, and five. Zones are used in exercise by using your heart rate to determine your work effort. And in a nutshell, zone one is about 110 beats per minute, whilst zone five is 171 beats per minute. This is general, as the average weight of a person or the average the average exercise that a person does because it does vary someone who has not exercised in a long time will have a lower zone value than an athlete it's normal for me i see is 110 bpm zone one you're working but you're not pushing yourself it's like a slow jog 171 bpm zone five is you're working but you're going for a sprint However, if we interpret this from a mental health point of view, what zone are you in? 
I know if I go for a sprint for a thousand meters, I know I will exhaust myself. But if I go all out for a hundred, that's a hundred meters. I can manage it comfortably, which is important. Comfort is what you want. You do not want to be in discomfort when you're working and you do things in your free time. That will scrabble with your mental health, your physical health. You'll become drained, exhausted, burnt out. That's what happens. That's what the uh, that's what people call it, being burnt out. And you will go downhill. I also think that getting you the right amount of sleep and food intake is important. And in fact, food is actually something I suggest people investigate and do research on when they start a routine because people don't realize what they consume and the amount, the numbers that are coming in. A good quote that my friend told me, I don't know who actually said it, but what isn't measured isn't managed. If you know all the numbers coming in, you know how to manage it, how to supplement it, how to control it, and you will you understand your body a little bit more with these numbers. What about the balance? I find balance by waking up every morning and I plan my day. I do it sometimes I do it the day before and I set my goals. For me I have two goals in my in my diary. I have my weekly goals, which is what I want to achieve at the end of the week, and I have my daily goals. These are what my tasks to achieve the weekly goal. The weekly goal is one end of the rainbow and I'm at the other end. I am working towards the other end. I want that pot of gold. Sunday is my gold day. That's what it is. And this is my organizing organization technique that I have developed using Apple reminders. I find that convenient. My iCloud is synced to everything. My iPad, my watch, my phone. I even have iCloud on my Windows computer. So it works for me. Being sustainable in your routine with managing time with friends, family, social activities, leisure, or whatever you perceive as relaxing, must also balance with your goals. I even put time in to spend time with my friends because I forget to. It's bad. I'm a workaholic. I love working. But being social to take some time away and spend time with family, go out for a meal, go out for a drink, it's also healthy. It's not a bad thing. You will never see someone achieve a high level of success that works, 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 works and have no breaks to get there. I'm sure they went out for a drink. I'm sure they had a day off. I'm sure they had half a day off. Maybe maybe a quarter of a day off. This doesn't mean it has to be a holiday. This could be a cup of coffee. Everyone's perception on relaxing is different. We're all different. The next step I'm going to talk about getting into a routine is understanding about hitting your limit and bouncing back and recovering from it. First of all, you should be avoiding hitting your limit. Your organization techniques that you have developed should avoid you from doing this. How this can be avoided? You gauge how you're feeling. You understand your stress levels and you understand your tiredness. You know that you're working X amount of hours. 
you only have 24 hours in a day and you have to manage it with what you've got. You might be having a full-time job. Let's say that's eight hours, one hour each way, that's 10 hours. You have to, let's say you sleep for five of those, that's 15 hours. God damn, your day's almost gone. Where's it gone? You gotta understand that you are not perfect and you have to take it easy. This is the recipe, whisking those eggs, slowly. If you're going too fast, you're going to ruin the cake. You're not going to be happy, you're going to get upset. You hit your limit, you get burnt out, you get tired, you get depressed. Anything can happen. What about recovering? Let's say you do hit your limit. I've hit my limit. The way I hit my limit, I was working too much. Seven days a week. I had two jobs. I had a part-time job and a full-time job. And in between that, I was studying. I was studying very hard. God damn, I even got an iPad to study. That's how hard I was studying. This is where you bounce back and you recover with baby steps. You build everything back up again. You start from square one. But to reduce the chances of this happening again, while doing this, you understand the route that you take to get there. You've done it once, why can't you do it again? Two litres of water, working at the same time every day, and then you start building everything back in. But this can be done over a short period of time because you've already done it before. The organisation was there, you've done it. It's all noted down, you just got to update. That's all you've got to do. If it's all there. But for me, the most important thing is actually taking that step back. That step back is important when you realise you're either you're pushing yourself, you're getting tired, anything. But I often take a step back, I lay down, maybe I sit down, I... Maybe I go out for a drink by myself on my lunch or go out for a, a drink by myself on the weekend. I recall everything that I've done and I say, okay, how am I progressing? Am I achieving my goals? Yes or no? Yes, great. How can I improve? Can I do this more efficiently? Can I not? If it's no, I ask why. And then I ask why again. And who? Who is affecting me? What is affecting me? If I'm affecting myself, I've got to find out. If I realise I'm not putting enough time into my education and my teachers are up my ass about it, I've got to do something about it. And this is where I withdraw from some things. Maybe instead of going to the gym for three hours, I go for two. That's an hour, 45 minutes I can put into my studying. People don't realise if you put your head down for 45 minutes to an hour, how much you can actually get done. Put some music in, you jam, listen to a podcast. Listen to my podcast. I fully recommend it, please. First episode, it's about building a routine. And that's that. Pausing an activity and freeing up some time for you to understand what is priority and where your health is, is essential. That I do promise you. But if you're organised and you set up realistic goals for every day, the chances of this happening are severely reduced. Severely. When I mean severely, I mean mm -mm -mm. very unlikely. Because 
your goals represent yourself. If you have 15 tasks every day and you don't set time aside for you to eat, what the hell? That's not sustainable. You're going to get burnt out. Some people can do it. You've probably hear YouTubers say, I, I worked every day. Okay, sure, they, um, they, they probably did do that, but they need to eat. And for me, I find that eating and having that time to eat, having that break and going back into it, full ham works best for everyone. Because it's something that we have developed in our culture, in our lifestyle, where we all eat around a table, conversate, then go back to work. It works. What I don't agree on, though, is work giving you half an hour to have lunch and a 15-minute break in the morning. No way, Jose, I don't like that. That, to me, does not give me enough time to relax and really process what I've just been through. Getting my breakfast already takes me five minutes. Having my lunch for me to sit down already takes me five minutes. Managing that time and adapting to what you've got is important and you must be able to understand and know when to take a step back. Reflect on your life, your lifestyle and how you approach it. This is the Give Me Some Of That podcast and I'll give you some, I've gave you it. How to build a routine, two litres of water a day, waking up at the same time every morning. You've got it. There you go. Start from there. Add it up. Whisk in those eggs. What isn't measured isn't managed. That is the quote for this podcast today. Thank you very much. My name is Carlos Faria. I'll see you soon.